Welcome to SASCast. This is Sarah and Amber. Hi, Amber. Sarah, we're two weeks late almost. Well, we're one week late. Well, we're one, we're no, we're almost two weeks to, from the last time it was played. It was on a Sunday night. Well, it was a week ago. It was a week ago Sunday. So this past oh, Sunday, there was no episode. Oh, that's true. Okay. Yeah. So now I don't feel as bad. Well, yeah, but people have been asking. I know. I'm so sorry, everybody. We just got, the holidays got in the way. And so it was hard to um, get our act together and get our podcast done. So we apologize, but we think we have a very good review coming your way. Well, as an update, I just, we just read today that um, Jen Shaw's request to dismiss the charges against her based on the fact that the federal agents were on that Hulu special that we reviewed um, and we're talking about, you know, confidential information, which would prevent her from having a impartial jury got thrown out by judge Sidney Stein of the New York Southern district. Yeah. He said that she herself is on television all the time. Talking about the case, so. Right. No kidding. An eye for an eye, Jen Shaw. Mm-hmm. So this episode was all around the peace garden, the international peace garden, which Jenny held a luncheon, a pho, a pho, a pho, a luncheon, luncheon, and she wanted to share her culture, but also bring peace to everybody. So, and so Meredith shows up. Well, one can of I, the first. Wait, I just wanted to say this about the international peace garden. So Laura told me that I could go ahead and read this text. My sister. Okay. Okay. I think I could say her first name, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. So this is what she wrote after she watched. This is your sister. Yeah, my sister. Okay. Just watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. WTF. Why did they go to the International Peace Gardens? Could the producers not find a better place to have their lunch? That was more ridiculous than the ladies' behavior. You and Amber should drive down to the gardens right now and see where they are, barfy face, three times. In fact, (laughs) in fact, if you look closely in the background of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City footage, there are literally... People walking around, probably doing drug deals right there in view of the camera. Ha ha, funny true story. Years ago, and I'm not going to identify who this was, okay. but somebody in the family. Years ago, somebody in the family and his best friend, let's call him John, would take a day every week to hang out. These are old men, by the way. Neither of them liked to spend money. <laughs> so I just identified <laughs> this person, by the way. Uh, so they would find things to do that didn't cost anything. Well, this particular day, they decided to go to the International Peace Gardens and they walked around, decided to follow an off the beaten path trail down to the creek. They got down there and looked around, nothing to see. It's obvious people frequent the area, but there was no sign of anything remarkable to see. So they head back. And as they get on the main path, they're met by the police, uh, police officers who start to interrogate them about why they were down by the creek. Pretty soon, they realize the police officers are accusing them of public sexual acts. <laughs> That spot has major issues of people going down there and getting a handy or a blowjob in exchange for drugs or money. Ha, 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 ha. These old guys were mortified. Sure enough, enough, not soon after, there was a bust in the area that involved drugs, selling sexual acts happening there. We were dying. Anyway, there's your story that relates to the Real Housewives. Hope you and Amber have a good day. Well, it did look a little... It looked a little rough around the edges to a certain degree. Even if you were not familiar with the area, you it didn't, you know, it wasn't screaming Central Park. It wasn't screaming, you know. I never heard of it. Right. You Well, you've never heard of it. You've been born and raised here. But, you know, listen, I think Jenny made a great effort to have a, a nice luncheon. Yep. And it just went to shit and very quickly. Well, I want to say this too, that Jenny has made me and Amber want pho. Constantly. We just ordered our pho yeah. and it's going to be delivered. So we tonight. should give it a shout out. You did the first pho at which? 
but seven, 77, I think it was 77 or 777, one of the two. It was delicious. I had it on Thursday for my office Zoom party, which yeah. was, you guys, I'm tired of Zoom parties. I'm I know, Zoom's that. tough. And then tonight we're ordering it from, because bus 777 is closed on Mondays, we are ordering it from Somi Vietnamese Bistro. They got like 5 million uh, five-star reviews. Well, let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah. So we're going to have, we're going to have fun. She inspired us in our spring rolls. Did you get spring rolls? I did get spring rolls. Oh, yay. Vegetarian. Yay. yay, yay. Anyway, so what I did like about this episode was when Meredith says, is that Jen Shaw? And Jenny was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. And she's like, didn't I say don't invite me if you invite Jen Shot? And then it does the flashback where she explicitly screams it to everybody <laughs> not to invite her to a Jen Shaw event. And lo and behold, there they are. So Meredith had what, like three words the entire episode. Well, yeah, she didn't hardly speak. She disengaged. <gasps> but wait a sec. Did she have the episode? Did it start the episode where it showed her with Brooks? And now Brooks has his oh God, new yes. blazer with the Brooks Marks tag that goes across from it. And it looks like it's Velcroed. So you guys were big supporters of the Brooks Marks track suit. Track Who's suit. wearing it now? You're not wearing, you're only wearing half of it. I'm wearing the bottoms. So you guys, I'm going to describe what Amber's wearing right now. Because it looks good. I, if I had, I'm going to set up a Twitter account. I promised Amber I would. She is wearing, first off, I went to Costco today. And, and got some great merchandise. Got some good Merch. merchandise. Probably Merch. got uh, Omicron COVID because, yeah. by the way, people, 50% of these people. Actually, 50? It's more than 50 in Utah. Like, no one's wearing well, masks except Costco, Sarah and Amber. Costco used to require the masks. Now they're not anymore. I don't know why. But anyway, I got us two, both of us, we got our Utah beanie hats. Yeah, University of Utah. super cute. Yeah, University of Utah. They look like Christmas hats almost. They're adorable. And you uh, want to know adorable. what, you guys? FYI. That's right. My alma mater, University of Utah, yeah. is going to the Rose Bowl. That's right. Against Ohio State. Boo, boo, boo. Hence the Ohio State. And that is why I'm wearing it. Yeah. And I got it. I got myself a beanie Utah hat. And then we both wear it. Weared it. We wear it. We, we wear, wear it. Well, it, it seems like we did wear it to where we went. We wore it. We, so wore we can talk it? about the liquor store out. Oh, my God. So then Amber has on a Utah Jazz sweatshirt with the new Utah Jazz logo. I love this sweatshirt. It's adorable. Yeah. Actually, our friend Claire got one, too, when we went to the Utah Jazz game. I think Amber and I are going to suck it up and go to a jazz game because we're going to get Omicron anyway. Anyway, so go ahead. Go. Yep. Um, and then she has on her Brooks Marks uh, sweatpants. Brooks Marks, Jazz, and University of Utah. Yeah. And I look sweet. Yeah, you do. I do. Anyway. Um... Oh, we went to the liquor store, by the way. Oh, my God, you guys. So we went to the liquor store. Just, this is a new a liquor hours, store. Like a two hours ago. We dropped my mom off at the um, airport because yeah. she visited us, and that yeah. was super fun. And we stopped at the liquor we store. We stopped at the really liquor bad. store because we had hankerings for Negronis and I'm martinis. A Negroni. Amber says that's not a winter drink. It's totally a winter drink. Yeah, it I'm is. drinking it right now. Yeah, it is. And so, anyway, we decide to stop by the liquor store because it's state-run, right? So we stopped by, and I have never seen... So many mullets, wandering eyes, missing teeth, tattoos, piercings. Scary. Well, that People. was whatever. That wasn't my bigger concern. The funniest thing about that liquor store, because we normally go to the liquor store on in the avenues near underneath the it, it, literally in the basement of the Smith's uh, grocery store, because that's how Utah rolls. And 
this liquor store, the employees were actually screaming at us all while we were in the yeah. liquor store. Like, it was really entertaining yeah. in it, a good way. Yeah. Anyway, so we've got our drinks. We are ready to talk about the Real Housewives again. So we started with Meredith and Brooks, and now we're moving to. Wait, wait a minute. Can I just? I didn't say anything about that. Well, go ahead. That's the whole so, point. You guys having a show. Talk. Brooks literally is like, here's my new design. I wish I could do I almost said his voice. Here's my new design. And it was literally a blazer with the Brooks Marks tape. Amber already described it. Just going across the, the top of the blazer. That For no was reason. It. That was For it. no that reason. His and design. I will say this. I don't know if you, but if you people who own Brooks Marks wear, there's the strip that's kind of Velcroed on the um, top Velcro. Swell, sewed, on. Sweat, sewed on. And his name's Brooks Marks. Well, the red bleeds a little bit. Have you noticed that? No. Yeah. You look at the outsides of the letters, they're kind of a little bit fainter, like they have bled some color. <laughs> well, you guys, what happened with my sweatpants, my sweatshirt is still in good condition, but my sweatpants, I foolishly put in the dryer and they were size small. Yeah. And I foolishly got size small. I should have gotten size medium if I wanted to dry them in the dryer. And now they're, they're just too what small. What did I ever tell you? And so when I was at Costco today, I picked up just a plain old pair of sweatpants because I'm not paying another X dollars. I won't mention how much I pay for the numb sweatpants, Brooks March ones. They were expensive. What I thought I would do, you guys, tell me if you think this is a bad idea. I think I'm going to try to peel the tape off of the original <laughs> Brooks March and then sew it on to the Costco sweatpants. Yes. Yes. I and think then, you should try it. Why not? All right. Or have somebody else do it. I'll make Claire do it. Oh man. Claire will do anything. Claire will. She's such a good, such good, a good friend. Hard, wonderful friend. Next. Who are we going to talk about? Uh, let's move on to Lisa Barlow. Oh, could she not shut up? Even Meredith couldn't hack it anymore. Meredith told her to stop talking. Yeah. To stop talking. And then she's like, can't you stay for me? Can't you stay for me? Very yeah. good. That was awesome. And then they hugged and then Meredith went back to stay for her. She needed to stop. She needs to stop talking. How does John do this? How does he do this? No, I believe, out? I honestly believe that um, Lisa's having a mental breakdown. Yeah, from I think everything she is. That's going on. Yes. And she has foolishly put herself in the position of being the antagonist to everyone. Yeah. And it's stressing her out and she can't stop talking. Yeah. And when Mary was talking to Jen and Lisa kept interrupting, it was very odd. I was like, why are you talking for Jen? Yeah. That was weird. It was really weird. By the way, Mary's got, she's full of herself. Mary's wig was horrific. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about her wig. Horrific. So she's grumbling to herself, walking through basically, why am I at a park wearing what I'm wearing? And then she sits down and her wig is like, it's, it's, it's its own entity. You know, have always said, well, that wig didn't look so that looked horrific. Her, this is the worst wig ever. She again, once again, you guys, I'm not trying to be, and neither is Amber, an asshole about it. But Mary went on the reunion last year after the first season, and she said, My wigs were terrible. I did a bad job with my wigs, and I'm going to improve. And this season has not seen one improvement with even one of her wigs. There has never been a moment where I said, Oh my God wig looks as good as Karen's on Potomac or Robin's or anybody on Potomac who have the most perfect wigs. Karen carries a line, Mary. You can order a wig yeah. from Karen. Grand Dame. Maybe Grand Dame. Maybe you should uh, let Grand Dame. And maybe Le you Grand should Dame. get I'm sure you have the connections. Dame. Le Dame. Le Dame. Le Dame. Oh, yeah. well, we, call, she, we call her Grand Dame. But she's, 
La Grande Dame. Yeah, but she's she's just she's La Dame. Dame. Yeah, but her yeah. wigs are perfection. You should yeah. order one. Mary. Oh my God, Mary! If God. you could wear your own hair, I've said that yeah, a million times. So Mary, Mary. let's just say, so Mary gets there late. She sits down next to Heather. They act like there's no, they had no problem whatsoever in Vail, which I thought was weird too, finally, until Whitney calls it out, but we'll get there. Anyway, so Jen and Mary, as, as, as Heather said, excuse me, Heather and Mary sat next to each other and acted like nothing had happened since Vail. Let me just say something about that. So I really believe it's because Mary knows that Heather is a force to be forced to be reckoned with. And she's not going to call Heather out on any crap. Like Heather could kick her fucking ass. That's a good point. And I think that's, that's, that's really why Mary's point. like, oh, well, I'll just be your friend. Heather. No, you're totally right. You're totally right. Yeah, that's a really good point. But they sat down. So they're like, oh, everything's perfect. And then Mary starts learning about the story of Meredith and Lisa dressing up Jenny in the blonde wig and the lingerie to get Dewey to not have another sister wife. And thank God Jenny was like, screw that. I'm not dressing up in lingerie and a wig to pleasure Dewey because to get him to not have a sister life. F that. I love Jenny. Okay. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's just and, talk about Okay. This. So uh, then, so then they showed, so they put, they showed her the picture of Jenny in the blonde wig and Amber. And she said she loves her slanted eyes. We'll just pause for a moment. Let one. Two, three. What the fucking fuck, you guys? Like, honestly, and, okay. So last week it was about Mexicans. This week's about slanty Asians, slanty eyes, or uh, people who have a, like, a shaped eye that's different than Mary's, which would be mine. And, I have, I yeah. Have and so anyway, it was just like I love Jenny. She's like, what the hell? Yeah, Jenny totally took her dad in the confession. I know, you guys. I do believe this. So growing up in Utah we're just a bunch of ignoramuses in terms of at least when you're my age or close to it. And all of these ladies are around my age. They're in their late forties. And when we were growing up, there were hardly any, there was hardly any diversity. Plus there was a lot of inherent racism. So Mary herself, despite the fact that she's black, Mary herself was not exposed to any diversity. She grew up here too in Utah, right? Probably she was one of three Black girls in her entire high school is my guess, because I think there were no more than three or four Black people in my whole high school. So my guess is Mary experienced the same thing. And there were no Asians, by the way, when I was going to high school. There's a huge Asian population here now, is my understanding. And there was a Polynesian population, um, but it wasn't in in the area where we were going to school. And so Mary has apparently decided that she's just not going to grow or educate herself and she's just going to be a racist, despite the fact she's black, which is not uncommon. I'm not going to suggest that. I think that there's all an ingrained racism in all of us in some way. Oh, absolutely. But Mary absolutely. seems to not have any comprehension of it. Well, yeah. So a side note, I was walking down the aisles at Smith Grocery Store here oh, in Utah. And, Avenue. and they still have, so all the signs that say what's in each aisle, there is an oriental aisle. It's an oriental aisle. So I took a picture and I sent it to you and my father. Well, that's because your dad, who is very old. Yes. 80, yes. He was talking about food. He, her dad is a gourmet cook. Yes. And he was talking about getting something in the oriental aisle. And um, we had to say, Pat, Pat that, that's you can't not- say oriental anymore. It's Asian. Yeah. And, and then apparently you can because it's still in the, it's still in the Smith's market. Oh, good God. So no wonder she says she loves her slanted eyes still. 
Because apparently it's okay in the grocery store. Well, here's the problem. Mary doubled down. So she said it at the International Peace Gardens luncheon, and then she said it again in her confessional. She doubled down, which means she's a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, okay. So Mary goes after Jen and was just like, really, Jen? Did you really not know? Did you really not know? And Jen is like, listen, I'm innocent. I don't know those people. So one thing I just want to be clear with our listeners, if you notice when Jen defends herself, she always says she doesn't know those people that they named. So when they're interrogating or whatever, and they're saying, you know, do you know Sarah Van Voris, for instance? And she's like, I don't know those names. Of course, she doesn't know the names. It's a whole entire mechanism, right? And so they say a couple names. She says, I don't know them. Therefore, she's innocent. Okay, but wait, I, I, can I just say that I'm thinking that she's referring to the co-conspirators. She's saying that when they uh, yeah. questioned her, yeah. by the way, yeah. people, absolutely. Let me just say something. This is really important for all of our listeners, our many, many listeners. When the Homeland Security or the NYPD or whoever law enforcement comes for you and picks you up and wants to question you, what is it that you immediately do? If oh, you watched, get a lawyer. You yeah. watch NCIS. You, you do not. Well, my mother does constantly. Yeah. Uh, law and order, whatever you, we've all been yeah. watching. You do not answer questions without a freaking lawyer. And the fact that she actually went and answered a bunch of questions for a long time and then tried to get it thrown out, by the way, claiming that her contact lenses were dry. And when she signed her <laughs> Miranda waiver, she didn't know what she was signing. Um, anyway. Oh, my goodness. She actually answered a bunch of questions without a lawyer. Oh, and you want to know what? You're an idiot. That's oh. all I can say. We all watch a lot of television. We know that you don't. <sighs> and by the way, you're arrested for a crime, a crime. You get a free lawyer. It's called a public defender and you get one. And by the way, let me just say this. This oh, is really you, important too. Yeah. A federal public defender. They are excellent attorneys. I had a lot of co- uh, classmates at Stanford law school who became federal public defenders. Yeah. So you're not getting a shitty public defender if you're in a federal case. Yeah. Just want to tell you. Yeah. Well, so she maintains her innocence. Mary kept saying, really, Jen? Really, Jen? Really, Jen? Like, she kept pressing on her. Yeah. But anyway, so she said that she was still innocent. So there's that. Um, she's not innocent. You know, she's not. Well, okay. Well, allegedly. <laughs> okay, so who's next? Oh, wait, let me just say this. And then when Mary took Jen off to the side of the International Peace Gardens and said, I pray to God that you're guilty. I mean, innocent. Oh my God. That was so really? funny. And then, and then tells her that she never said anything about her when she was the first one lined up in veil saying basically she didn't believe Jen. And if, you know, when she said something about she's coming for Jen or no, that if she, something about if you don't tell the truth or something, she's coming for you. Remember that whole uh, in, kind of implicit threat? I don't know what to say about that. I don't know. I don't know. know. Very psychotic. And Whitney later in the episode, actually, when she was talking about Cameron and her conversation with Cameron, actually said that she didn't actually want to say that much because she was fearful for her own family's safety. From Mary. We're not talking about Jen right now. We're talking about Mary. But how about Mary's misdemeanor charge? It's Uh, going to trial. uh, I don't know. I'm not really that interested. Okay. Well, Mary uh, housed a runaway. And so now she's going to trial. It was her son's girlfriend. I know. But anyway. Okay. That was just a little local side news. Yeah. Um, What about, what about, what about, what about Jen's, um, Heather's brother? So Heather's brother showed up from Zurich, Switzerland. um, And basically he's visiting Heather and he's sharing with her how he left the Mormon church. Last year at Christmas, he was very Mormon. Now, during now, he's not. 
And so he was very upset and he was crying and he was very upset that she didn't reach out to him after he sent her a letter about leaving the church. And what do you think about that? I thought that his hair was entirely too greasy. It was it so looked, greasy. Remember that, remember that gel that used to come in the fit long, thin too? What was that called? Oh, I don't know. It wasn't gel. It was, it was grease that your dads put in their hair when they oh, combed it. Oh, Grecian? Gracious. Oh, I don't know. It was in a long, My dad didn't thin use that. Tube. My, My dad, dad didn't did. use that. Uh, that man's hair was, it looked horrific. That's horrific, by the way. And I was like, why does he have so much oil in his hair? And that shouldn't have been what I concentrated on. Just to be clear, I should have been concentrating on what he was saying about leaving the Mormon church because Joseph Smith married a 14 year old. Yeah. Which he said he was not taught in school in school. And so he can't believe that. So now he's de facto a bad parent. And I kind of think to myself, yeah, actually you are as a parent. No, no, not a bad parent, but as a parent, you, you, bring your children into whatever thing you bring them into. And let's just say you bring them into a cult, for example. Yes. Somebody's quote to blame for that. And it's the parents, not the children. Okay. Okay. Oh, good. I'm glad we're talking about. Yeah. So you guys, I think that when you're indoctrinated in a religion and you're born into it and from day one, you are, let, let me just say this about the LDS church and other churches like it that are pretty strict. They're spending their entire social lives related to the church. They're going to church for three or four hours on Sunday. They're going to um, events during the week. For Monday family hours. night. A family home evening is Monday. Then they're going to have relief society. Amber doesn't know what that is. Then they're going to have choir. They're going to have, they're going to have things every yeah. single day of the week. And I'm listen, this is what I have to say about it. I've given it a lot of thought, especially in my old age, my <laughs> middle age. I think that given that we're all going through this horrific pandemic, anything that brings you comfort and or joy, even just comfort is probably worth it because of how difficult life is for all of us. And if your church brings you some type of comfort and, and it brings you happiness, I'm not going to say anything against it. Really not if they're marrying off 14 year olds. That's the Mormon church is not doing that. Well, apparently he believes so because he read something and I believe it. I believe in polygamy. It has. Absolutely. I do. Polygamists are not. Okay. Let me just. Fundamental. Fundamental. Those are polygamists. I know, but those are fundamentalists. I know they're fundamentalists that originated from LDS. And the LDS has a history. No, LDS has a history of polygamy and it has a history of marrying off children to be married raped and to bear children okay for so i have a problem with it so agreed i'm not going to disagree with the history of the lds church which definitely had polygamy um in the background as well as marrying of young girls yeah and young boys for that matter um that that is a total that is the history of the mormon church and is why people are leaving the mormon church they find out about it and they leave the church but let me just say this i'm just all I'm saying to, about this, Amber, is I, I don't want to come down on people. I don't believe in any of that garbage. I don't believe in, listen, Jesus, I, I'm not going to go into it. I don't believe in the stories of religion. They came into place, in my opinion, and anybody can disagree with me, they came into a place to bring meaning to people who were who needed meaning in their lives. So they believed in these stories whether it's Jesus, whether it's, um, you know, any religion, Mm -hmm. whether it's Jesus, whether it's Joseph Smith, whether it's any religion, people 
believed in these things to have meaning in their lives. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in one damn thing of them. I don't believe in any of them. So, well, you if, believe in the stories that are real in the Bible. No, I don't believe that the. I believe in the historical stories. Well, that's what I'm saying. If there's history. Yeah. Was there a guy named Jesus? Yeah, there was. Yeah, so there's I'm a, saying you believe in some historical Do I believe aspects? Jesus yeah. walked on water and made fucking, excuse my language, I shouldn't even swear, made uh, water, uh, wine out of water, made uh, fish last for 200 people? Do I believe in those stories? R- rose from the dead? No, I don't. I believe Jesus was a revolutionary in the, in the Jewish faith who did not believe in all the rules that Judaism set forth and decided to start his own religion and said, you know what? I'm not going to buy in all that crap. Basically love your neighbor as you'll love yourself. And that's how we're going to believe mm-hmm. that's true Christianity. That's what Jesus believed in. He wasn't some, he wasn't that he wasn't the son of God. Mm-hmm. He was just a regular old guy who didn't buy in all the rules mm-hmm. of Judaism. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't worship him as a God. You can do what you want. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Anybody can do what they want. So when you see people who are leaving their churches, it's because they feel like they have been duped. They believed in these stories. And then suddenly they're like, well, wow, that doesn't make sense. And they feel like, oh my God, I believed in something that wasn't true my whole life. Versus if you could just go, you know what? I don't believe in this garbage, but sure. Going to church is fun for me. I like a pancake breakfast as an example. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, I'm trying to like separate these two things out. Community versus belief. Absolutely. And I, and I follow you and I agree with you because I do think community and bringing meaning to really hard times is really important. I think that's what you're getting at. And I totally agree. I just don't think it needs to be around organized religion. And because I think organized religion has caused more trauma than I think that that to, to large swaths of people. If there's an idea, if there's no, listen, let me just say something about that. If it's not organized religion, it's going to be politics. No, you're absolutely it's right. It's you're right. Always you're always so smart, Sarah. You're right. It's it, going to be something else. Yeah, I so agree. Who cares? I agree. Like, whatever. Oh, we got off topic. Yeah. So anyway, so what's next? Who's next? Well, his greasy hair. I, I'm Ugh. glad he left the church. If that makes him feel better. Yeah. I'm whatever. So that was kind of a story. Yeah, he in Switzerland. Yeah. It seems like a better place to live. Good yeah, it does. It does. Like you got something going for you. Oh my God. Whitney. Whitney basically called a spade a spade and said, listen, people, you're all fake. We're all fake. We're all sitting here and we're all fake. And then it just went kind of wild at that point. And, well, and that's when Mary called her out. was like, we can it. We're fine. She's like, yeah, basically saying, I that. know. Yeah. It's all Whitney, these people. You, everybody Whitney talks and Heather, bad weather. They are like the voice of reason of this cast. I yeah. wish, you know, I really wish, I know we have a lot of listeners here in Salt Lake and I'm just wondering, is there any way that somebody could get us to have Heather and or Whitney on our show. We, I mean, we would really, really like it. And you could contact me. You can contact Sarah. You can go on our um, Twitter or webpage and let me know because I would really, they would like to be on our show because we don't, we don't really say bad things about it. Well, you guys, I actually tried to friend Heather uh, Gay and she did not accept my friend invitation. <sighs> on Facebook? Oh, wait a minute. She did. Heather Gay did. She, uh, oh no, she did not. She did not accept my friend invitation. Okay. But she's an open one anyway. All right. So anyway, so who's next, Sarah? Um, who's next? We said Heather. We did Whitney, our two favorites. We did Jenny, who I love too. Mary. We did Mary, who we hate. We did Jen Shaw, who was pretty much silent. But she was pretty much say. smiling. She was smart. She was like staying out of this whole thing. We did Meredith. Meredith, who, by the way, Meredith, you defending, let me just say this about you, Meredith, you defending Mary when you are so down on uh, Jen Shaw, that's ridiculous. It's beyond ridiculous. Uh, And you really should 
you should really watch the show, Meredith. You should watch the show. You should realize that if what you're saying is Jen's a bad person, so is Mary. It's common that Jen, that Mary's a bad person. Oh, what I didn't say is you got a very important birthday, a Christmas gift. You want to say what you got as a Christmas gift in honor of watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Vita Tequila. Oh, you guys, my sister. She's amazing. My amazing sister, Laura. Laura. Secret Santa. And she she's had me. amazing. She had me. Or Matt did. I don't know who had me. And I had asked for some pajamas. <laughs> but they smartly, smartly instead got me a bottle of Vita Tequila. Yes. That apparently is not made in Utah. No. Nope, it's it's ma- just distributed here. Yes. Which is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. You guys. You didn't even get you didn't you you thought it was made in I Utah? thought that she had a distillery. Oh, no, she went, no, she's just distributing. She's not distilling. Oh god, I should just start distributing. Something. Oh my goodness, Lisa Barlow. Lisa Barlow is so painful. And I really wonder about John. I actually like, can I just say something? I like John. I actually have decided I like all the women on the show except for Mary. Oh, really? This is a new, this isn't what you've had a Negroni, only one. So what what's happening here? Yeah, I've only had one. Had some macaroni and cheese earlier. So you think it was the mac and cheese and the? Yeah, I think that the fact that all I ate was probably half a cup of macaroni. And no, cheese. do you think it's Negroni mac and cheese and you're on vacation that makes oh, you God. feel love for Lisa Barlow? Guys, I can't say. Matter of fact, when uh, you got the tequila Vita Vita tequila, you were talking just like Lisa Barlow. It was awesome. Do you remember when you were doing that? Love it. How do you say it? Love it. Love it. <laughs> I love it. I love anyway, it. so. Okay, real quick. Let's just do a two-second takedown. Of okay, OC. so we're going to wrap up Real mm-hmm. Housewives of Salt Lake City. Okay. And we're going to tack on an extra just kind of random thoughts about Real Housewives of Orange County. Just because rando. it's just total rando. Because we've got a couple people who are interested in Real Housewives of Orange County. And what do you want to say about it? So you guys, I'm going to go back to my initial thoughts from the last episode and it just tacked on later. I don't actually think, Shan- listen, I know there has to be a story, but I don't actually think Shannon Bedore, I'll just call her that. I don't like the Storms Bedore thing. I don't actually think she did anything wrong. She thought that uh, Nicole was a bad person um, because she had tried to sue uh, Terry Debro, And then she told Emily and what's her face? Uh, Emily, what's her name? Emily, Emily and, and Gina. Gina. And then uh, she told them not to tell Heather. And then they went immediately to Heather's party and told her. Yeah. And sa- somehow this has become Shannon's fault. Yeah. So it's not Shannon's fault, you guys. It's Shannon. Shannon's doing a show. Shannon recognized that uh, what's her face had sued Terry. And now suddenly it's Shannon's fault and Heather. So I don't think it's Shannon's fault at all what is going on she's just doing a show and suddenly it's all shannon's fault emily and gina are apparently totally innocent of anything even though they're the ones who promised shannon they weren't going to say anything and then went straight to heather and also i would just say emily was really mean or yeah emily was really mean to that nicole girl who had the breast job she was really nasty to her she was and then now suddenly it's all shannon's fault well yeah yeah, shannon's at fault for everything yeah and by the way i hate heather i know Heather is oh, let me just say something classic. Well, Heather is smartly putting her hair in very tight buns and uh, she's. Do you really believe that it's so tight to pull her face back? She said that. I know. 
She said she was wearing her hair like that to pull her face back. Well, I know she said it, but so you you guys, I went into the bathroom after she said that, um, where we have a giant mirror, the downstairs bathroom. And I took my hair and, and I pulled it back as tight (laughs) as I could in a pony. I wear a ponytail a lot, but I really tried to do the tightest of ponytail watching. I tried to do the tightest, tightest of ponytails. And I don't know. It's the difference. I don't. Yeah. There's a difference. Well, there's a difference because you have two hands on your head. You have one that's pulling your scalp back and you have one that's pulling your cheekbones back, but you have two hands. So this that's is not a, a ponytail. You guys, have you seen whatever happened to baby Jane with, uh, Betty, oh God, Davis Betty Davis and Joan Crawford? Yeah. That is literally how Joan Crawford did her hair, her face is she taped her face back underneath her hair or her wig and it works. And by the way, I think it probably is a better idea than getting a whole facelift. That's my two cents. Oh my God. But Heather is the most annoying person. That's all I can say. Oh, she's horrible, horrible, horrible. It's everybody on the freaking show. Okay, so the biggie on this episode was Noella's divorce. Oh, I'm glad you thought of that. I despise that girl. Oh, I, but she, but we both agree. And Noella, I'm sorry, but I'm just going to say this. It's obvious to us that you've been self medicating with something with alcohol and drugs. I, I, okay, but I'm just saying yourself, and maybe understandably, because she's her husband just Listen, kind of I, went yes. up and just left her. Okay, let me just say something about that. Would I be drinking and taking a lot of clonopin if I would the think same so? Thing happened to me, I yes. would think so. Would I be doing it on national television? No, 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 no. And mm. by the way, Nicole, the friend of, she's yeah. actually a housewife. She, she was so had, embarrassed. She was embarrassed and had had it at that uh, restaurant. Yeah, I don't blame her. Yeah, I actually don't. Yeah. You can't, she can hardly keep her eyes open or her head off of the freaking table. It was really, really sad to me. Super sad to me. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Noella, you are bringing something to the show though, by your husband leaving you like this. Yeah. For divorce in Puerto Rico, even though he doesn't live there and Puerto Rico doesn't have jurisdiction. Uh, Emily said something about that in regard to family law. We found out Emily's a family law attorney as well as some other type of attorney. Which, yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. Seems, that's a lot, but uh, she didn't know what she was talking about. Yep. She was no doubt. Yep. She I was trying. I, I feel and like Shane is very excited. He had a party. He was really excited about becoming a lawyer. And I, so I actually like Shane. Shane like was a, such an ass on the first couple seasons. And it sounds like yeah. they've really turned it around. Yes. And have. now he seems like nice yes, enough. Exactly. And it's interesting because she's non-Mormon. He's Mormon. Yes. He doesn't drink. And she drinks, and also now the kids are getting baptized in the religion, in the Mormon religion. Yeah, and she interestingly about that, he's Persian. He's Persian. Uh, yep, he's of Persian descent, and he's a Mormon, which I think is very interesting. We should look up what that. How do you know about. that? Oh, I remember that from one of the earlier. Oh, things. okay. And then they had Persian belly dancers. Oh, they had the belly dancer. That's right, 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 right. Oh, that's so yeah. interesting. Yeah, maybe only his mother's Persian. Maybe his mom is. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, well, that's a bring a little variety I don't know. there. I, I'm watching the show. I just don't like Heather. I don't like that she she definitely thinks she's better than everybody else because she has money. Like and literally, her whole story is I'm better than you because I'm rich. Guess what, people? That's not a thing anymore. It's not. Yeah, it's not. You know, Kelly Dodd or all now Leventhal, I think, posted or twittered or did something that said, "Who's more hated, Heather Debro or me?" And she's like, "Why is it still me?" And I was like, because of you going on. But nonetheless, she was weighing in on whether Heather Debro was more hated than Kelly Dodd. What do you think? I think that Kelly Dodd is the most hated, but that's just because Kelly Dodd had a big mouth. Kelly Dodd makes a very valid point. I think that I don't understand why Heather apparently is liked 
for no reason. She and dumb old Terry Dubrow. I mean, look, I feel like their family seems nice. I feel like that they seem like that they're kind of nice people, nice overall. But this idea of I'm super rich and therefore I'm better than you. I that's totally the agree attitude with you. Coming I across, totally agree with you. Is not, it's not a thing. I love what she thing. wrote back to um, Shannon and oh using God. adjudicate and rhetoric. Adjudicate, rhetoric and yeah. did you see Terry's face? They, they edited it so yeah, well that it was oh just like, oh my God. That text message back to Shannon was ridiculous. I'm like, are you trying to prove that you went to college or you should? Well, I don't know what you're I don't know what you're trying whatever. to do, Heather, but you're like just you being a mean girl again. Yeah. You and Lisa Barlow should go on your own show how about um uh the doctor doctor oh What's Jenna Armstrong. Jenna Armstrong. okay guys so she actually told who came over to the house and she said that her husband never heather. wears a shirt oh yeah and then heather made a comment like you mean never wears a shirt yes heather he never wears a shirt remember there's he, something wrong with remember him. he got in trouble by the women at the, at the drop, drop off drop off because you not wear a shirt. shirt there's something wrong there's something you guys wrong. it's not normal not to wear a shirt it's bizarre to me something required yeah and he carries his chihuahua, chihuahua everywhere that guy's an asshole i mean we all know it there's something there's something just off we something's she, coming down the pipeline with them something's got, coming down she has to divorce well the problem of course amber is that she's stuck paying that man's spouse uh-huh I mean, it just yeah sucks. yeah don't marry listen lesson for us all you you don't want to support somebody don't be married to them for a long time and let them not have a job if you don't want to have to support them for a hell of a long time. That's the law. It is what it is. And yeah, he's an asshole and she's going to have to pay yeah, him a I lot know. of spousal support. I know. Yeah. I know. Sad. So Noella, Nicole, Jen. Now did her mom come on? Who? Jen Armstrong's mom come on the show? Oh yeah. She's English. She's yeah. English. Yeah. And they were kind of, but well, they have a little tension. They have some yeah, tension there. She seemed like normal. Yeah. Tension. And then Heather. Shannon adjudication. Sh- yeah, Shannon, Emily, and all of Heather's rhetoric. Yeah, all of the rhetoric. Anyway, that's all we have because that's, that's, that was a boring, that boring show. Have. That's all we have. But we'll do an update. So we we didn't get any uh, roast like this uh, yep. Sunday because it was the day after Christmas. Christmas. But I think Orange County will be happening on Wednesday, so we'll do an Orange County episode. All righty. Well, that's it for Sascast with Sarah and Amber.